Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you New Year's babes, and welcome to the very first episode of 2024 of the Radical Sex Witches. I'm a brand new Little Leah. And with me is a new Carla, but she's kind of sick. <laughs> I know. It's kind of a bummer, our first show of the year, and I've got a cold and um, I'm super congested. So You don't sound yeah. too bad. Just a little husky. Yeah. So this will help. My because, phone sex you know, operator voice. Yeah, because we are getting horny off the hop because we're diving straight in today. <laughs> 2024 sex trends. So, I mean, like, you could just, like, advertise every little section you're going to talk about and you'll be like... Do you want a big (laughs) glass butt plug? Just kidding. I don't think there's butt plugs on our list, but (laughs) did you have a good Christmas? Did you have a good New Year's? Do you, is there anything you're looking forward to this year? Um, Yes, I had a good holiday. Uh, One of the things I love about this particular time of year, so all the kids were home, which was awesome. Um, So that was really nice to be all together. But unlike in the summer when the kids are off, uh, it just feels like you can sleep in or just take things slower over Christmas holidays. And uh, I just don't ever feel like the rest of the year you can do that. So I really appreciate that. It's just kind of like you do whatever, whenever, whatever. So yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then in terms of what I'm excited about, well, we've had such a weird winter here. And I think a lot oh of- Oh my North God, America yes. too. So it's like, it's green or ice. <laughs> uh, so um, I kind of actually, I it, this sounds so not like me to say, but I kind of would like a little bit of real winter. Um, well, yeah, because we're going to burn to flame. I know we are going to be in the, have snow. the fires of hell. Yeah, we def- we will desperately need some snow. And I hate snow. I think you and I are pretty similar yep. feelings to winter, but this is very strange. Like, we're recording this right now on January 3rd, and Carl lives more a little bit out of town, and I'm right in the middle of downtown. And, like, same thing. There is no snow here. I can still see the green lawn. I walked to the store the other day in a hoodie, and I was like, this is practically spring weather. And the yeah. fact that your aloe vera is budding again for a third time this year, which yeah. never happens in the winter, is kind of fucked up. So It is. It is. So, you know, as much as I like the warmer weather, I think, yeah, a little bit of, like, typical season seasonal weather would be good just so so like nature you know so nature can be good i want nature to be good that's Don't what worry. i want this year. in a couple of weeks we'll be like oh my fucking god there's way too much snow someone tunnel us out <laughs> maybe <laughs> but this is very very weird for us up here in northern british columbia yep. totally <laughs> well marco's parents are in quebec and they had no snow for christmas either it was all green. i've been seeing it across the country i, I have it's friends kind of all in different provinces and they look like it's the the same thing i think it's an el nino year from what yeah, i understand yeah. but holy shit if you don't live in a place that goes on fire in the summer uh bless your lucky stars <laughs> You can tell we're Canadian. We're always started talking about the weather at the top of the show. <laughs> and then we're true Canadians when we're like, it's, you think that's cold? Let me tell you about cold. You think that's snow? Let me tell you about snow. 
<laughs> it's true. Needing it quality. True. It is true. Yeah, I had a low-key Christmas. We had early Christmas because my brother worked, and so we did it on Saturday. And then actual Christmas, I went to the movies by myself. And I know that sounds pathetic, but everybody knows that I, like, take my summer ditch day and go to the movies at least once. So I have no problem going to the movies by myself. And then for New Year's, I went to a tequila tasting party that I helped. Uh, if you're in Canada, you might know celebrity chef Bob Bloomer. I helped him put that show together, and I went to that. And then I went to another show or another party afterwards. So I did a little globe trotting around around the town where I, I don't even know the last time I've gone out for New Year's. It's not really an important day for me. And uh, yeah. And what am I looking forward to this year? I think I already said it at the end of the last episode, making some money, working, mm. expanding my business. I don't That's know, maybe so getting good, some man. dick. That'd be nice. <laughs> well, we are talking about sex trends. So maybe this will be your sex trend. <laughs> We've got everything from a holistic approach to on going to pound town to what's hot in the tech trends. There really is something for everybody in this year of the dragon. So Carlo, why don't you uh, kick things off? Okay. So 2024 is uh, all about creating a sexual wellness ecosystem. So this is, of course, a holistic approach which really means that a healthy and satisfying sex life, it has all the components like mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So, um, you know, we, there's a tendency to always focus on the physical, but we really want to see our whole, you know, sexual experience and our sexual lives to really have that entire kind of holistic ecosystem approach. So I like that. So on the physical side, a uh, trend that people are really turning to is pleasure mapping. So that is taking the time and really intentionally exploring and and taking note of where on your body you experience pleasure and the different ways that you do that. And, you know, I would just have to say that we're way ahead of the trend because we've been talking about this. And so slow down, do some pleasure mapping, figure out what lights you up, turns you on, and um, you might be surprised. Yeah, I, I when I was researching this episode, I was like, look at us. I mean, not us. This is you and your realm. I, I say us because I'm here with you talking about it. But look at us being ahead of the trend. <laughs> <laughs> We're trendsetters. We're trendsetters. Story of my life. Um, still under the sexual wellness ecosystem, people are consciously shifting their relationship strategies to prioritizing themselves. Therefore, relationship sabbaticals are on the rise. So what does this do? It's a way to explore personal growth, goals, and self-discovery before returning to dating or relationships. And more singles are emphasizing genuine and real connections over superficiality. And this includes individuals prioritizing their truest selves in their interactions with potential partners. So guess what? I've been on a sabbatical for three years. <laughs> Again, being ahead of the trends. <laughs> but I honestly, like, I do think that more people need to do this, especially with what online dating has, you know, done to us and warping our sense of connection and relationships. I'm, I'm really happy to kind of see that. And you're never going to do well in a relationship if you don't take time for yourself and fix your shit. And that's one oh, of the reasons so why crazy. I stopped dating is because men just don't fix their shit. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I mean, some of them do, but yeah, I, I can, I can totally hear that. And um, I think, yeah, taking that time is important, especially, you know, if you're not in a long-term serious relationship, then you want to, you want to give yourself time. And then even if you're in a long-term serious relationship, like you just mentioned about taking time for yourself, um, 
yeah, taking taking that time for yourself and then also just reevaluating the relationship and seeing, you know, instead of it just being the mundane and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. taking like not necessarily a sabbatical, but just a reevaluation that the two of you take to kind of see where you want to go, how to spice things up, what's new, what's taking taking that really intentional time to do that, I think is important. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So in 2024, sex trends are going to, of course, include uh, major advancements in sex toys and pleasure products. Uh, And just as an aside, you know, um, so I have bought stuff on Pink Cherry is a good. uh, Oh, yeah. I think I bought my last one from there. Yeah. Remember the mailman came and he knocked on my door because he could feel the dick shape in the envelope and they didn't put it in a box. That was Pink Cherry. Okay, so that's one of my favorite stories from you ever. <laughs> and wasn't he quite cute too? No, he was old. The the yeah. current the current male guy is pretty cute. So <laughs> I wish it was him. Uh, I'd be like, oh, thank well, you. Well, then you just need to make another pink cherry order. <laughs> anyway, we are not, we make no money from pink cherry. This is not <laughs> a paid endorsement. Please send us Although, some free dildos. <laughs> if they would like to. We're open to that. However, uh, why was I talking about this? Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, I've ordered stuff from them in the past. And then all of a sudden, right before Christmas, my inbox is getting like four pink cherry emails a day about whatever, you know, 80% special they have. And there's no unsubscribe link on the bottom. It's driving me crazy. Inbox likes all that that pink cherry action. Yeah, exactly. I feel like maybe that's the (laughs) subliminal message here. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm getting super spammed by uh, sex toy stuff. Anyway, that was a total aside. However, um, so leading the big O are app-enabled sex toys. So this is, of course, a way that you can customize your pleasure like you've never been able to before. And so, you know, do you want to create your own pulsing pattern and save it for later? Like totally unique to you, not one of the pre-programmed ones. You can figure that out. So now you can. Maybe you got a favorite song and you just like put that song on and then we are the champions, my friends. You missed Leah's orgasm face. That was like mini, mini orgasm face. The Freddie Mercury. You can save that as the name, the Freddie Mercury. The Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yes, the pulsing, the Freddie Mercury pulsing pattern. Oh. Um, you know, dating someone in a different country, they can click your button, so to speak. And they're right there in the room with you too, because they can do all the stuff virtually from the comfort of their own home, you know, video cams, all that. Mm-hmm. And then so popular toys include uh, the Wii Vibe. I have an old version of the Wii Vibe. They have many different versions currently of the Wii Vibe. Yeah. There's like the Wee Vibe, this, that, the other thing, totally. the in, the out, the up, the down. My mine doesn't do all of those things. Uh, the Sync O <laughs> <laughs> and the Melt. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it. I think that what's cool about that is the because it app is these are app based, but like you know you could be down the street, you could be. In China, you could be anywhere and you could be in control of my pleasure. Yeah. That's that's pretty, pretty that's, yeah, that's bringing things to the next level. I like that. Uh, And it's also really important to note that these toys are helping, are helping lessen the orgasm gap for women by listening to their consumers. 
The tide is changing as more people are discovering or rediscovering the clitoris through solo and or partner play. So for example, I love this name. Actually, I don't. It's horrible. Womanizer. <laughs> I have one of those. Is it good? Yeah, it's the one that has that kind of like suction thing for your Oh, I've always yeah. wanted to try one of those. Okay. Yeah. So for example, the company that owns Womanizer's Autopilot 2.0 function, which makes the product alternate between intensity levels and allows the user to relinquish control, is just one of the many features that were recently revamped based on tester panel feedback. The lack of clitoral education and clitoral exploration contributes to women in relationships only orgasming. 65% of the time during sex versus their male partners who orgasm 95% of the time every time they have sex. So I'm glad that like these companies are actually listening to women to make things better for us. Totally. Totally. And you know, you can you can use that in partnered sex because you just turn it around and put it on uh, their butthole. <laughs> well, no, I meant for you for the woman. <laughs> you could do that. On their ball sack a little. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> but yes that's like of course i love that they're you know incorporating more clearly what it is that women want in terms of their pleasure so i want to get in on that testing panel like hey again <laughs> hey pink cherry hey womanizer <laughs> we've got some time send know, us a then- load of your toys yeah, and then you could also have one of the wee vibes going to Britney Spears. <laughs> you better work, bitch. No, womanizer. Uh, that too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I like just that my go-to song. Britney that's song. <laughs> work, bitch. Yeah. So I get motivated in the morning when I don't want to put up with people's shit, but I want to make money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next we have uh, we're going to move over intercourse because outer course is having its year in the sun. So this is another trend we've been board on on board with for a while. So um, this is uh, it's been coined shallowing. Another song, <laughs> Lady Gaga <laughs> in the shallows. Oh man, we'll talk. Okay, keep going. Otherwise, I'm gonna rabbit hole this. Oh yeah, I actually really dislike that song. But anyway, um, shallowing is a form of sexual play that involves lightly stimulating the entrance to the vagina, which I actually really like. So. <laughs> You know, we've talked a lot about how the vaginal entrance is packed with very specific nerve endings, and this can really intensify female pleasure and, of course, lead to mind-blowing orgasms, potentially. So it's really great that um, people are taking notice of this on a larger scale. And I'm wondering if also in outer course, it's, you know, dry humping's making a comeback. I did not read about dry humping, but we can get it trending on Twitter. Hashtag dry humping. You know I'm going to take that forward after today. (laughs) In addition to all the other bullshit hashtags that I make up, like... That just brings you back to Hashtag wash your dick. Hashtag butt chugs for Jesus. (laughs) 2024 is the year of hashtag dry humping. I even hashtag motorboating. Carla's gotten those. Yep. And guess what? An old school fan favorite that's still proving popular. I'm happy to say that Dirty Talk is still in. 
And it actually is good for us. It stimulates the hypothalamus. So sex es- sex expert, la, 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 Ness Cooper, previously told Metro.co.uk, dirty talk can make the body release feel-good hormones such as dopamine and oxy- oxytocin, which can not only turn us on, but help us bond further with our sexual partners. Yeah, and it's not, dirty talk's not easy for everyone. So for no, some people, not. it comes supernaturally. And um, I actually remember, uh, I have it upstairs somewhere in my sex book collection, but many years ago, I bought a book on how to talk dirty because it was so intimidating. Um, Are you more comfortable now because the book helped you? uh, The book helped a bit. Yeah, I would say it's like not my natural, like I I, got to put some effort into it. (laughs) 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 But there's like tons. So if it's hard for you, there's lots of resources, even if you just look for stuff online. Um, who knows what rabbit hole you'll end up going down on that one but if it doesn't come naturally <laughs> to you dirty talk I... <laughs> that's right the top there are 10 lots of to get her motor running that's right <laughs> okay so in the realm of relationships 2024 trends predict that throuples will be on the rise thanks to sexual tastes involving ethical non-monogamy so i have another story here So I have a friend that uh, I went to high school with, and she was on the Canadian version of Family Feud um, in November, December. So she was on there. Yeah. Well, in 2023. Oh, sorry. I missed that part. I was like, what? Yeah. She was on Family Feud with her parents and her brother, I guess, and and maybe sister-in-law or something like that. So her dad gets asked this question, what are the reasons you'd want to be in a thruple? And he kind of pauses and says, well, for the kids. <laughs> and the guy's like, um, okay. And he's like, yeah, you know, a wife and your kid and you, you're your throuple. <laughs> and why is this woman? Has it aired? Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It's hilarious. She is like, honestly, she's crying. She's laughing so hard. So, I mean, of course, the host, I don't know his name, you know, says to her, you, you don't know what a thruple is, do you? Oh, bless him. But she didn't. Bless him. That's another part that TikTok brings me on to sometimes are the American ones. And it's like the dirty cuts of the Steve Harvey, you know, and the things that people say and him almost having a stroke or like pissing his pants laughing. Like, yeah. those are some really good clips. Totally. That I it's not with Steve Harvey. No, I know. Yeah, I, but the guy that's like Mister Something or other. He has another CBC show, a blonde guy. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Whatever. So anyway, that guy's name was very, that's very cute. Funny. That's pretty funny. Um, so <laughs> thruples are on the rise for people who know what thruples are, and then uh, <laughs> we also have cross generational dating on the rise. So Bumble apparently says that singles are more open to dating older and younger. Uh, so 60 for 63% of folks, age is not a defining factor. And 59% of women say they're now more open to dating someone younger than them. Uh, more than one in three women, 35% say that they've become less judgmental towards age gap relationships over the last year. That's kind of cool because, you know, it's typically the guy with the younger woman. And yeah. And you know what? Like previously when I was in the dating circuit online and it can set your, you can set your age parameters. Mm -hmm. I would always like avoid the younger ones. And those were the ones that sent me messages. But at this point, like, you know, if I did decide to go back to dating, like 
I might open up that age bracket a little bit. Well, you know, I have to say that uh, I've heard from a lot of women um, that they've had some really fun times. And a lot of men are looking for older women, older, mm-hmm. you know, like in quotation mm-hmm. marks. But uh, they've had some really super positive experiences um, going out with guys who are a fair amount younger than them. Yeah. For you, ladies, I love it. Uh, and you know what? I've talked about this before. I ranted many times in 2023. We had last year, we had our share of alpha males, thanks to fucktards like Andrew Tate influencing men across the globe. But thankfully, oh, hallelujah, not everyone is on board. Again, with the Bumble surveys, they also found that one in four men globally and 31% in the US have actively changed their behavior and became more vulnerable with their partners than ever before. One in four have also found that this openness has been positive for their mental health, while 32% overall and 35 in the US even think being open and vulnerable is the most important aspect to a relationship. So I'm yeah. glad to see that, you know, and I mean, we... There's always like, not all men. Yeah, we get that. But it's good to see this cultural shift because I constantly see online all the time the shit talk from the dudes. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, This is a bit curious. I don't know if this is what it means. One in four have found that openness has been positive. Does that mean like three of the four who were open was it was not positive? I don't know. <laughs> There's don't always know. one, right? Like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but my feeling is that, uh, you know, in in heterosexual relationships, women are, like, craving for guys to be more open and vulnerable with them. Yeah. For the most part. And I think that it's about time that it starts coming from, like, you know, the Gen X generation and even some of the millennials and then, like, our boomer parents and the greatest generation ever before. We've talked about this, how men yeah. just have to bottle up their feelings and be men. Yeah. Not okay to cry or to yeah. share things and whatnot. So it's good to see that this is, uh, you know, the tides are turning. And you've got to wonder, too, if that's also, you know, talking about online dating, because online dating is very disposable. And it was just like, let's hook up. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to tell you whatever I, you need to hear so I can fuck you. And maybe people are just tired of that. And they're finally realizing, oh, if I tell the truth, better things are going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's so shallow to just, yeah, tell people what they want to hear. There's no, yeah, there's no depth or or deep, meaningful connection in that whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our list of uh, 2024 sex trends. There's more. There's a whole lot more going on out there, but. I want to add one thing. I know that it's been a trend for a while that people have just been having less sex. And I've heard that with the uh, younger generation. Yes, absolutely. Younger generation definitely having less sex. And I don't know if that's just kind of like addiction to technology and just uh, who knows a whole bunch of reasons for that. But so I would love that 2024 be, um, yeah, a year where people like have more sex and just enjoy their bodies and have fun. And, you know, unless you enjoy not having sex, like, I mean, you know, 100%. Exactly. Like if you want to question if I'm becoming asexual and not attracted to anybody. So (laughs) (laughs) and let me know at the end of the year, folks. Oh God. You know, if I get laid this year coming up, you guys are never gonna fucking hear the end of it. It'll be like, why is that bitch so happy? (laughs) Bring back sarcastic fuck face Leah. 
don't worry it'll worry it'll wear off it'll wear off <laughs> i like both those leahs <laughs> whatever you you know do to get to pound town avoid pound town who you're doing with it and where when how as long as it makes you happy that yep. makes us happy that's right yeah, so that wraps up our first episode of 2024. We'll be back with, uh, what is our next episode called? Sacred Prostitution. Uh, I'm Little Leah. And I'm Carla. We are the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. Hello, witchy listener. It's Carla here. If you're feeling disconnected from pleasure and unfulfilled in life, reach out to me and let's connect on a free call. I love helping women like you shift to owning your sexual power, reconnecting to your body, and finding your unique radical sex witch within. Go to CarlaWainwright.com or find my contact info in the show notes. Let's co-create a life for you that is truly turned on.